Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Seth Kniep. Uh Seth, you are the uh, you're the founder and CEO of Just One Dime, right? Yes, sir. Co-founder yeah. and CEO. My son is the other founder. We built this together. No kidding. All right. So you're found on the web at jod.com. And so from a high level, again, congratulations on getting on five years. Uh, what does Just One Dime do? We teach people how to build Amazon stores. And we also build Amazon stores for people who don't have the time and and have want to go through the hassle of learning how to do it themselves. Yeah, is it is there? It's not super easy. <laughs> no, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> so one people might online, think that people people online will pretend like it's easy because they oh, want sure. to buy a course. It's not easy. It's hard. It's really hard. Yet yeah. it's so satisfying too. So what's an example of uh, someone? I mean, so give me, I guess the the narrative or the story. Someone sure. goes. All right, I want to make I want to make some money on Amazon. They go to Amazon, open up a seller account, and and yep, and then yep. what do they? What dose of reality are they soon going to be hit with? Product research takes a lot longer than you think. It could take one, two, three months sometimes. It is a very analytical process. You cannot risk picking a product because you feel emotionally excited about it and other people are making money in the product and assume yeah. your business is great. You send that money to the manufacturer. If that product doesn't sell, you lost a bunch of money in the number of thousands. So you have to have an analytical approach to your product research. Yeah, yeah. So it it would be easy um, to just say, because I've seen these knuckleheads, right? They just say, all you got to do is buy stuff on Alibaba and then One, just- two, res- three. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And then just resell it on Amazon and make lots of riches. I see a lot of folks that will go and they'll go to the store. um, You know, something's on clearance. They'll buy a pallet full of stuff. And they're like, well, looks like, you know, there's a profit margin built into that. You know, I can make, you know, $4.12 on each of these. So I'm going to buy, you know, 200 of them. Um, But Seth, so what's, where where does this go sideways? Like what what ends up happening? I, I guess maybe a, a good way to do this, you know, just maybe tell us a horror, a scary horror story right now. Sure. I'll tell you one of my own. So when I started, we did very well at the beginning, partly by accident. I started selling cremation urns on Amazon. They weren't selling on eBay. So I just listed them and they started taking off. I knew nothing about writing a listing. I didn't run any PPC ads. They just started selling and it got up to 10 times a day at about $10 profit a piece. You're talking a hundred dollars a day to me at that time, my own business on the side while working for Apple was huge. That's 3,000 profit a month. So I thought, okay, this is awesome. So then I went all out. Eventually left Apple so I could focus full-time on Amazon business. Horror story, one of our products, a toy, a mechanical toy, did great. Got us up to 20,000 a month. We ran out of inventory. Mm. We're ready to buy the next batch. Instead of doing a product inspection, because I assumed, well, it's the same supplier. They're going to do a good job. We Mm. had them ship it to Amazon's fulfillment center. And all of a sudden I started getting these emails from customers complaining about the product being messed up. Then Amazon sent me, you get this little flag on the upper right corner of your seller central account, which is a bad sign usually. It's called your notification bar. You click it and they said, your account is at risk of being suspended. Why? Because your customers are unhappy. Just be in the reason I didn't get a product inspection, Josh, was to save myself 250 bucks. 250 bucks 
cost me about $20,000 when all was said and done. That's just in having to reorder, fix things, the lost sales from having to do a removal order, which means you have it shipped from Amazon's fulfillment center to your home. My wife wasn't very happy. This huge cover box full of all these mechanical toys that are broken. Right. So that's just one of the many stories. Probably the worst story in the world though is when someone pretends like it's easy. So someone's like, oh, that's easy. I'll make a lot of money. And they go out and they realize it's not as easy as they thought. And then they lose thousands and thousands of dollars. And then they become jaded either about Amazon or about whoever told them it was easy or, and this is the worst, about themselves. And they Mm -hmm. think, oh, I don't have what it takes. Or they externally blame everyone else, but internally they feel like they're a loser which sets them on this horrible trajectory of self-doubt, which does not help you if you want to learn how to make money building a business. You have to have strong confidence and be willing to fail forward. And I think that's the worst story of all is when it affects someone on the inside. Yeah, yeah. All right, so where does Just One Dime come about? Like, how do you go from, I, you know, you've had some successes, obviously you've had a, a pretty painful failure, a lot of broken robots, and, yep. <laughs> and, and, and at what point do you go, you know what, I wish I would have learned some of this stuff, I'm going to go and help other people. Yeah, one day Lonnie Honeycutt, who used to be under me when I worked at Apple, so I was a manager for a tech support team, he was one of the tech support guys, he left Apple to start doing arbitrage, buying and reselling, which is also a great model if you know how to do it. He said, Seth, you're doing really well on Amazon, you have to share a video on your YouTube channel. At that time I had like 23 subscribers. And so he started telling everyone about my YouTube channel, which I was embarrassed by because it wasn't very good. So I said, okay, fine, I'll do one video. It'll be really important. And it's just the one video I'm gonna do. And that is how to make your product stand out from your competitors. It's still on there today. This is back in 2016. Mm -hmm. I posted the video and that video did really well. And then people started asking for help. Then I started coaching. First, it was for free. Then I started charging. And eventually it grew into what it is today. We're in over 150 countries. We manage over a hundred million in annual Amazon revenue. We have multiple stores that we build for others. And then we train students how to do it themselves. So it really are two arms of that business. But for me, I just started like, okay, I'm going to build my YouTube channel because people were like it. Why not? Let's start building this. And eventually that turned into an entire coaching company, which is what it is today headquartered here in Austin. Yeah, terrific. So, um, yeah, uh, then when somebody's hearing this and, um, I, I, you know, someone like myself, I, I don't really even know how that world works. So, yeah. um, you know, from a explain like I'm five perspective, um, how does one work with Amazon? Um, sure. And what's generally, what am I doing? Like, am I, yeah. I, I have to source product somehow right. after I've right. figured out the right product Yep. And then like, I don't understand how the mechanics work. Totally. That. Yeah. It's really, it breaks down into five stages. So stage number one is your start stage. That's where you open your LLC or sole proprietorship or C-Corp, whatever it is. And you open a seller central account and you just make sure you're set up, ready to go. You, you have a business. You're ready to do business. If you want a brand name, you want to get trademarked, you start that process. That's the start stage. Then the next stage is find. And this is where you start researching products. So you're looking for products that have high demand but they have ease of market entry, which you can tell by the number of reviews they have. If someone's Mm. selling this coffee mug and only has 70 reviews and it's selling 30 times a day, that tells me that there's, there's a high demand for this, but I don't have to have thousands of reviews in order to launch it. And additionally, in the fine stage, I have to differentiate. I have to find a way to make this product better 
So that if you go to my listing, Josh, you're not like, oh, well, it's just another one. Why would I buy it? It has no reviews. It's a new virgin listing. Mm -hmm. You have a reason to buy it because I fixed something. I did something to this product to make it so much better than the competition, whether that's visually or physically, practically. So that's the fine stages. You find your product. The third stage is build. This is where you find a supplier and there's ways to vet suppliers. You negotiate with them. You have them send you initial samples, then later production samples to make sure that they know how to build your product well. And then they ship it to Amazon's fulfillment center for you. So you don't even have them shipped to your house, which is a waste of time. They directly ship it to Amazon. That's the build stage. And then finally, you get to the launch stage, which is where you launch your product. You start running ads. You split test your listing and make sure you have great photos and copy that makes your product stand out. And then the Mm. final stage is grow. And that's where you start taking profits from that product to not only replenish inventory, but eventually to launch another product and another and another. And that's where you begin to scale your business large. You know, one huge opportunity and, uh, you know, just, I, you know, for 14 years or so, I've studied and led on consumer behavior. And it's amazing. Like, you know, one thing I've done a lot of content I used back in the day, I was like, how to, how to, if you want to sell a car on Craigslist, it's not that hard. Actually put some effort into the post, like yeah. lots and lots of photos, a great yeah. story, personality, you know, just like all yep. the, and if you do that, like my last car that I sold on Amazon, I sold it within 24 hours uh, awesome. because I just, you know, I looked like a car nerd that babied this vehicle <laughs> and loved it and just, you know, and I just documented everything, the good, the bad, you know, everything. And people were like, thank you for giving me everything I want. And it's amazing how many times that they'll look at, um, you know, a product on Amazon and I'm like, the picture's horrible. There's, you know, there's, it doesn't look like there's any engagement. Like that's red flag to me. I'm like, yes, like I'm not going to do what's cool on this. You know, what's cool about that, Josh, if you find that and yet it's still selling well, even though it's a crappy listing, that's also opportunity. That means people want it so badly, they're willing to buy it, even though the listing absolutely sucks. Opportunity, Mm. I can make a better listing right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so when you source, uh, let's say, so you've got a supplier, um, they're gonna produce the product. Um, How many distribution centers are there that they, I mean, it doesn't sound like you really have to worry a whole lot about that, but I'm kind of curious how many distribution centers there are. I don't know, that's a great question. (laughs) I could tell you they're all over, like they got several in Dallas, they got several in New York, they got a lot in California. But what happens is when you're in Seller Central on Amazon, you create what's called a shipping plan And based on your location, it will have you send it usually to the closest fulfillment center, but it depends on the product category. For example, let's say it's a fashion product and there's a high demand for fashion on both the East and the West coast, then they might have you split it and have it sent to fulfillment centers there because they know more buyers are going to buy that product. So they have an amazing algorithm. You don't have to worry about it. You literally have the manufacturer of the product, ship it to the fulfillment centers from the shipping label that you send to them. Mm. Very cool. And and here's another part, Josh, that's so cool. I love this part. It's a lot of work up front, but once you get it going, once your listing starts to take on a life of its own, you go to bed at night, you wake up the next morning wealthier because Amazon fulfills the orders. In the old days, I would sit there with my whole family. I remember, I'll never forget taking the tape and stretching it out and packing up the boxes and putting them out in front and, KK, my wife, would schedule for USPS to pick them up. We got so tired of fulfilling our orders. Sometimes we're up till two, three, four in the morning 
And that's all we did. And it became miserable. We're like, we can't do this. And so when you have Amazon fulfill those orders for you, that's time you can spend either with your family or launching other products or finding other products. And people complain like, oh man, Amazon takes so many of the fees. Do people realize though, how much work and time and cost it takes to rank your own website? It takes months. I mean, Neil Patel, marketing expert, says it takes a minimum of six months consistently blocking, blogging at least once to twice a week just to even show up on Google. That's six months of a lot of work I could have been doing selling an Mm. Amazon. I'm not saying people shouldn't have a website. I'm just saying Amazon's fees are 1,000% justifiable. I know this because I live this and my bank account agrees. (laughs) agrees. <laughs> <laughs> so if I were to like, let's say, for example, like I know one product um, that um, like, I, I love, you know, alternative uh, bands, t-shirt, alternative band t-shirts. Um, and on Amazon, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of slim pickings, to be honest mm-hmm. with you for the, like the kind of the skater rock kind of stuff yep. that I'm looking for. It's uh, totally true. The Gen X college rock. And, and it's like, man, and even the listings I find, I'm like, you know, I don't know if this is a soft t-shirt. I don't really know <laughs> what it is. It's really yeah. sketchy. I don't yeah. know that there's any volume there, um, right. but let's, what, what, what would be my next steps? I guess I'd have to maybe buy some software that could maybe take a look at Amazon to kind of validate what I'm seeing as a consumer. I don't know. Yeah. And, and you mean from the perspective of a seller, do I know well, yeah. if I want to sell this product? Yeah. Should I mean? jump on this? Should I, should I? Gotcha. This- yeah. So there's a very easy way to do it. There's a lot of software out there. There's Jungle Scout, Helium 10. There's Niche Hunter, which is our own software, where you go in, you just type it. Let's just say you type in uh, Generation X punk band t-shirt, whatever. Okay? Yeah. You type it in. And it pulls up a page of all these, a search page of results. The software will tell you how many times on average each of those listings is selling per day. Hmm. So if you know, if you can just take the top 10 competitors and each of them is doing a minimum of 5,000 a month, you already know there's demand. Now, the Mm. next question is, do at least three of them have under 100 reviews? Because if they're ranking on that first page and they're selling that well with only 30, 20, 17 reviews, that means my product has a great chance. In other words, if I go to, let me put it this way. If I search the t-shirt, Josh, and I notice that everyone has like two, 3,000 reviews and one of them has none, I'll never buy it. But no, if I right. notice that this one has 17, this one has 10, this one has yeah. 2,000, I'm more open to buying the one with no reviews because people shop by comparison. That's oh, yeah. how we, we live. We go to Walmart, you look at everything on the shelf and you pick by comparison. You go to Target, wherever you shop. My point is that is important because it helps you to know if you can get into the market easily. And then the third step is how will your product stand out from the rest? When it comes to clothing, it's different because it's all about the design yeah. and it's about the shape. You know what I mean? And right. it, again, you have to know your market to know whether or not there's an opportunity. There are ways to test it though. Like one of the things my wife and I would do, we'd be doing arbitrage where we buy and resell. We would go to five and below, find a bunch of products and discount, buy them, send them into Amazon. And the ones that sold the fastest, we take the product, customize the label, customize mm. the product, talk to someone in China, get it manufactured. That would become one of our private label products because we tested it without spending thousands yeah, of dollars. Right, right. Um, what's kind of your minimum that you can send to Amazon for something like that? For a while, they had a limit of 200 inventory and that was yeah. during Christmas and shortly after because yeah. they were getting bombarded with so many shipments. Recently, yeah. they opened that up. 
So as of right now, there are very little limits. Um, the key, there's a thing called IPI. So what it is, is your score for your inventory and how fast it's moving. And if your inventory moves too slow, then you can, your IPI score can go down and that can put your seller account in danger. What Amazon wants is fast moving products. They care less about how many and more mm. about this. As soon as you put this in there, is that product going to be moving in the next few weeks? Because if yeah. it's not, it's costing them money. It's costing you money. And if your business is suffering, that actually puts Amazon at risk. If your business mm. is booming, that's what Amazon wants because that means they're going to make more money long-term. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool, Seth, this is great. So someone who's been listening to us, um, you know, you've got a huge following on YouTube. You've got, uh, you know, great social media elsewhere. You've got a great Facebook group. Uh, but you. someone that, uh, you know, wants to get started, what, what do you usually recommend for a total newbie? If you're brand new, then go get trained. Whether you use free content, which there's a ton at jod.com, or whether you do an actual training course from people who understand and know how to do it and who have made mistakes. I've told so many people this, I will not work with someone who has not failed. If they <laughs> failed and they succeeded, that tells me something about their character and in their integrity. But if they've never failed, they haven't tasted the sours of defeat, yeah. then they're not going to know what to do when they're successful. But just start, like get out there, start researching, start watching YouTube videos, Go to jod.com if you really want to go all the way. Get a really, really good training like Just One Dime so that you have coaches who will sit down with you one-to-one -one like we're right now and show you, walk you through the steps on how to do it. And then you get to be part of a community where everyone's sharing their victories and their struggles and they're learning from each other. Yeah. Who would make a great fit for the uh, done for you? If you have money, but you do not have the time to learn how to build an Amazon store, and so this is a silent investor and you want to own the Amazon store, you can sell it at any time you want. And there's a revenue share where if we build it for you, we will never make more than you do. You will make the same or as much. So there's incentive. We won't make money unless you make money. That mm -hmm. would be a perfect candidate for the done for you. And real quick, I want to share this. There's a lot of done for you services. All the ones I've seen, Josh, are drop ship. Dropship yeah. has its advantages, but it a lot of risks that come with that. Mm. These that we do are private label. These are new brands and products that our teams build out for you, but it's your own business, but we're building it. We're doing all the work. Very, very cool. And that's all at jod.com. Uh, Seth, uh, one more time on the pronunciation to let your last name. Can sure. Kniep. Seth Kniep. Kniep in it real. Yeah. Yes, right, right. Seth Kniep, uh, co-founder and CEO. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Again, justonedime.com. Thanks, Seth. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, Josh. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, 
Can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.